Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. Did you know purple songs can fly? Welcome to our program, produced by the Children in Treatment at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. Our program is about great music made by some terrific young talents. Now, here are the hosts of Purple Songs Can Fly. Today, we'll be speaking with Anita Cruz, who is the founder of Purple Songs Can Fly. So, Miss Anita, um, first of all, I'd just like to know your background. I mean, where did this begin? So, well, I am a pianist, uh, songwriter, Mm -hmm. and I was a visiting artist here in the Cancer Center for several years, and I would come in with a friend of mine, a flutist, Uh and we would play concerts in the infusion area. And uh, we came every couple of months and played. And um, as I think you know, they're able to kind of, you can kind of hear the music through the clinic. Right. And I think the staff and um, not only the patients enjoyed it, and, and our music was kind of mellow and kind, right. of, kind of low key. So, so Carol Heron, who you know is the arts and medicine director, invited us back many times. And during that time, um, I learned about what was going on in the arts and medicine program. And I learned about all the different kinds of arts that Carol brings in. So mm. there was um, a lot of visual art, and lots of drawing yes. and painting and sculpture and all kinds of visual artists would come in. And she also brought in writers in the schools. Mm. Uh, so writers would work with kids to write their own poems and mm. just creative writing projects. And all of the music that came into the clinic was performance-oriented. So. Yes. There would be uh, musicians from the Houston Symphony, mm. uh, from the opera, That's great. visiting, you know, visiting songwriters, yes. and um, and so I was really interested in um, this idea of this other part of music, which is the creation of music, and how uh, we could do something here that was about creating music. Mm. Because that's more of a one-on-one experience yes. with a composer and a child. And I'd been doing that with my own students. I had had many piano students over the years. And, and oftentimes I would have the child uh, write a song as part of their lesson mm. or compose a piece of music as part of their lesson. That's neat. And so it was always something that, for me, was the most... Um, exciting part of a piano lesson because mm. a lot of learning the piano is very uh, repetitive, but writing a song is always different. It's right. always new. It's right. always alive. And to see what the kid, yeah. you know, comes up with. Yes, and, because yeah. it would always be something different. Whatever oh. was going on with them or whatever their mind might fly to, it was <laughs> right. just wow. And so I was always really invigorated by that part of mm. uh, teaching music. Right. And so um, so during this time that I was a visiting artist, I 
had created a, a home studio yes. where I would bring my students back and we'd record their songs or mm. their pieces. And, and I began to see, wow, I can do this in a very short amount of time. Right. And the idea kind of fell into my brain mm. that I could kind of recreate my own studio, yes. but in this environment. And what would that be like? Right. And so I made the proposal to Carol Heron. And um, and it turned out that no one had ever done it before mm. in a setting like this. Right. And so I certainly didn't know that. I just thought, <laughs> oh, this would be fun to do. Yes. So um, so that was really the very beginning of the idea. Mm. And um, and then I met with Dr. Poplick, the head of the cancer center. Right. And he thought that this was something worth pursuing. So um, that was the beginning. Wow, and I think you, Emily, were one of our one of our early songwriters, mm. and um, uh, I remember Aaron Kaufman was here. Yeah, he had become an intern. You know, I was actually in here for um, a doctor's appointment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was waiting in the uh, waiting room, and I saw Aaron uh, walking around with a guitar, uh-huh. asking kids um, if they'd like to write and record a song. Uh-huh. I think a lot of the kids were a little intimidated. It's like, oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and being a former dancer and performer, I jumped at the chance and uh, wrote and recorded my first song, which is Back back on Top. And that, w- that was so much fun for me to um, get in front of the microphone. And <laughs> certainly this, Voice America Kids. Um, yeah. Yeah. We got you back. Right. <laughs> yeah. Back performing. Yes. So um, this song that you wrote, tell me about um, sort of the inspiration of this song, Back on Top. Back on Top. Um, before I was diagnosed, I was a ballerina. And I actually danced with the Radio City Rockettes in the Christmas Spectacular um, in 2006 and 2007. And at my studio, I just felt, I felt very (laughs) high, I guess, on top. And I felt I could, I could get used to this. This is great. Um, And then whenever I was diagnosed with cancer, uh, I, I mean, all of those, um, it felt like all those dreams were crashing down. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's why I was so excited about the Purple Songs Can Fly project because it it enabled me to, um, you know, <laughs> kind of get back on top. Yeah. And yeah. that was my song. That was yeah. my first song. And use your creativity. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. We will end this first segment by a song that I wrote when I was 13, and it's called Back Up on Top. Break free again. I want to get back up on top. Stop. 
America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN.
are listening to Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice America Kids channel. To find out more about our program, please visit the website at purplesongscanfly.org. Now, back to our show. So, um, when I was four years old, I, um, I started dancing. When I started walking, I walked on my tiptoes. <laughs> and my mother took it as a sign. It's like, okay, this girl needs some ballet lessons. Um, <laughs> So initially, I started dancing ballet. It, it was my passion. I danced ballet and jazz and a little tap. And I'm like, this is great. I could get used to this. And in 2006, um, I, I heard of an audition. My ballet teacher told me of. Um, and it was for the Radio City Christmas Spectacular with the Rockettes. Oh. And it was um, uh, in downtown Houston at the Hobby Center. And I'm thinking, oh, gosh, um, I'm kind of nervous about this because it was to be on point, which is on tow. And I had just gotten on and it's a lot harder than it looks. Wow. Um, and so I got there and I'm like, oh, this is great. <laughs> I'm probably the least experienced dancer <laughs> here. Um, so I, I really did it as a favor to my teacher. Mm-hmm. Um not thinking of anything actually getting in the show, mm-hmm. but as a great experience. Yeah. Um, during the actual audition, I fell out of the turn, and I'm like, okay, that's the end of it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was the only one in Houston to land the role. Whoa. Yes. Emily. <laughs> and I thought I was the least experienced dancer. I probably was. So I did the show uh, in 2006 in Houston, and went to, I, I was invited to do the audition in New York at the wow. Radio City Music Hall oh my to do the show again. Wow. And so I went and landed the role again and oh went to Nashville, Tennessee. Oh my gosh, Emily. And performed it at the Grand Ole Opry. Oh my goodness. Wow. In 2007. Wow. That is amazing. Yes. So at at uh, Radio City Music Hall, it's it's beautiful. Um, it's a lot bigger than I thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big space. Big, huge stage. Big stage. And yeah. Y- yeah, we took the backstage tour. And um, it just so happened that in New York, I met up ac- accidentally with my um, partner that was in the Houston show. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So wow. that was really neat. Wow. And New York is so big. <laughs> it is. It's so big. It's the big apple. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the top of the rock and wow. we could look over, um, see the Empire State Building wow. and everywhere. It was, it was beautiful. Wow. Beautiful. All the city lights and that's when the city comes alive. Oh, beautiful <laughs> city. Yes. So beautiful. Yes. Well, I remember you talking about, um, uh, the song you wrote called Dream Big, being inspired mm. by this trip to New York. Right. Is that right? Um, it's It was inspired by the show, actually, mm-hmm. um, because initially the first show I was in, I was playing a role as a little child coming to the show. 
I would actually sit in the audience after a few scenes and um, Santa, (laughs) it was a Christmas show, so Santa would come down for um, looking for someone that would want to come up on stage, a volunteer, Uh and I would act like, okay, I'm a little kid, I want to go up on stage, (laughs) and he took me up, and all these dancing bears come out <laughs> and I'm like, uh Oh, <laughs> what's happening? They're scary. Um, and I go backstage and I come out in this gorgeous tutu oh and point God. shoes. It's like covered in sequins. And I start dancing with a bear. Oh. And I mean, that was, that was so much fun for me. Um, and so after that show, I went up to New York again, um, for the audition and uh, I was at Radio City Music Hall. Um, I landed the role again and went to Nashville, Tennessee, wow. and danced at the Grand Ole Opry. Wow. And same kind of show, a little different here and there. I was in more scenes, and um, it was it was so much fun for me. That's beautiful. Mm. Well, I know you wrote the song "Dream Big." inspired by that yes so do you remember this is a song that Aaron helped you write too right yes um in the show once I go up on stage Santa um closes my eyes and he says okay dream big and the curtain comes up and all the lights come on and that's when the dancing bears come out and so remembering that that's that's what I wrote about And that's the story. We will end this next segment by another song that I wrote, and it's called Dream Big. And I was 14.
invent Kid Talk. We perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kid's perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. Have we got a show that will keep you on the pulse of the fashion world? Our hosts are two teens who know fashion, and they have the inside look when it comes to fashion for our generation. Tune in to Fashion Forward on Voice America Kids. We'll discuss what's hot and what's not, the latest in fashion trends, things to look for on the horizon, and more. Fashion Forward is your weekly guide to what to wear today, tonight, this weekend, and this season. Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Fashion Forward on the Voice America Kids channel. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are listening to Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice America Kids channel. To find out more about our program, please visit the website at purplesongscanfly.org. Now, back to our show. So, speaking um, of the Big Apple, New York City, (laughs) um, I hear that Purple Songs is going to go up to New York City. Uh, Can you uh, tell us about that and how that came to be? Yes. Well, this all began... Several years ago, actually in the beginning of Purple Songs, Mm. I um, have a friend whose name is Libby LaBelle, Mm -hmm. and she's the conductor of the Texas Medical Center Orchestra in Houston. And when I first started Purple Songs and I was telling her about it, we talked about this idea of possibly orchestrating some Purple Songs and doing something on one of her concerts. And so this idea had kind of been floating around for a long time. Uh-huh. And we've just been really busy and, you know, haven't ever done it. But um, we did uh, a song as a group that you were a part of, um, the Zap Boom Bang. Yes, I remember and that. I think I sent her that video. And she wrote me and said, Anita, we need to talk. Oh. <laughs> and so we talked on the phone and she told me that sh- that the the Texas Medical Center Orchestra was planning to go to Carnegie Hall Mm -hmm. in May and that she thought this was the perfect opportunity for us to do something with the orchestra. Yes. And so 
um, we talked about what that would be, and I thought, you know, we could we could orchestrate an existing song, uh-huh. uh, or we could we could make a whole new special song just for this concert. And they already knew that the concert was going to be all about the celebration of hope. Mm. And so I thought, wow, wouldn't it be great if we wrote a song, Celebration of Hope? Right. So, as you know, I gathered several of the children who'd already written purple songs, and you're one of them, <laughs> and Zachary, and uh, Layla, and uh, Rhett, and Morgan, and Mary Jo, and her sister Rachel. We all got together and we wrote lyrics. Yes. And um, just beautiful, beautiful words about the whole idea of hope. Mm. And, um, and so I kind of compiled them and kind of made a, a, a finished lyric using all of your words. And Aaron Kaufman and Trisha Fox, who are also songwriters mm-hmm. of Purple yes. Songs, and I, we, we wrote uh, the music uh, to go with the words. And then we asked Todd Frazier, mm. who's a great composer, to orchestrate it. Yes. And um, so the, the arrangement is for... The five of you, Emily, Zachary, um, Layla, Morgan, and Rhett, and and you all have speaking parts that are beautiful. Mm. And then the Texas Medical Center Orchestra, it's full orchestration for mm, full orchestra. Yeah. And then also the Kip Sharp Singers, which is a group of third and fourth graders mm. uh, from a school here in Houston. So we're all going to perform the song at Carnegie Hall I this week. I am so excited. I know. I yes. think we're all really excited. And I want to congratulate you on the beautiful performance that we did at the Wortham. Thank you. Last weekend. It was that was really very fun. Beautiful. How neat was that when everyone stood up? Yes. Wasn't yes. That great? Yeah. No surprise. <laughs> <laughs> no surprise. <laughs> really, really beautiful. Yes. So I think we're all excited and um, I'm hoping for good weather. Yes. Because we're staying close by and we can just walk to Carnegie Hall. I think it'll be really nice. And uh, are there things that you want to do there? Do you want to go back and see Radio City? Um, You know, I don't know. I don't know. Just clean it by ear? I think, uh, yeah, I think it'd be um, cool to maybe go to the uh to central park yeah. or go to the hershey store all right yeah <laughs> maybe do toys or us i don't know i don't know we'll see <laughs> we'll play it by ear yes i know we have a rehearsal yes and we have a concert but we have some free time so all right it'll be nice yes yeah. well we'll end up talking more about uh, our trip when we get back i know we'll have definitely we'll probably do a whole radio so show stay tuned <laughs> we will end this next segment with a song by McKenna. It's called New York City, and she was 14 when she wrote it. Walking in New York City, got my shades and skinny jeans. Past the subway and the cabs, I'll see as much as I can. Oh, oh. Stars walking down the street, hidden by paparazzi. Walking through Central Park, frozen on chocolate after dark. Oh,
don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you don't have an important voice to be heard. You are our future, and you need a forum to be heard. Tune in to American Pulse on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll talk to the student leaders of America and find out what they're doing to make a difference today. You'll be inspired to start working now for a brighter future later. American Pulse is heard live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's time to lead by example. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are listening to Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice America Kids channel. To find out more about our program, please visit the website at purplesongscanfly.org. Now, back to our show. So, I understand that the Purple Song Studio is um, going through some renovations. Can you tell us about that? Yes. Well, uh, the whole cancer center is actually being renovated. Yes, I Um, noticed. So there are lots of changes going on, and it just turns out that our original studio was in a space that was originally designed to be little phone booths, and then phones were not really used anymore, and so we were able to convert the space into a recording studio. Uh, But that whole area is going to be clinical space, Okay. so we're going to be in a new space, Mm -hmm. That is actually bigger, ah. and so I think it'll be much more um, comfortable for everyone. <laughs> I know it was really always really tiny in our little studio, <laughs> so not only comfortable, but they're gonna they're gonna soundproof the whole space. Oh so, wow! Um, that'll be great, and they're also gonna uh, include a big window that'll be a soundproof window oh, but, wow. but uh, a lot of people come through and when they come on tours in the uh-huh. cancer center uh-huh. you know that, this is one of the stops that I think everyone takes them on so that they can see the recording studio <laughs> yes. so since it's kind of part of the tour they're going to open it up so that you can see in oh cool uh, and if you know if a child doesn't want to be watched while they're recording we'll be able to kind of close the blinds oh, okay but um but when we're not here they'll we'll keep it open and they can kind of see in the studio that's a great that'll idea really that's a great idea yeah and we'll have um also room for a lot of storage we have a lot of you know we've written almost 500 songs now. congratulations yeah. so we have a lot of um just things that we need to keep in the studio yes and, um, just records of things so uh, I think we're all excited. It's going to be, of course, 
purple. Uh-huh. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, no way. No way. How did you come up with that? <laughs> and in fact, I was meeting with the, the architect designers and uh, yes. And he was I was saying, well, you know, you could even because they're going to build in sort of built-in cabinets and um, he was showing me different different possibilities yes. for the cabinets and I said, "Well, you know, I've seen some of this purple laminate in different places in the hospital he goes Anita you know I think maybe you've got enough purple in there we can make those cabinets white oh come on oh come on (laughs) so actually they'll be white but it'll be beautiful yes and um you know all the purple they use there's a lot of purple in the hospital Mm. so um it'll fit right in yes I agree and we've um kind of redesigned our logo a little bit in the last year. Really? And so we're going to have a new, remember how we had the neon sign above the door? Yes. Uh, it'll be a little bit different, uh, but it'll still be neon. Okay. And we'll also, I think we're going to have a, like a recording sign. So when, when someone's in recording, there'll be a light it on. It can light up. Yeah. Cool. So it'll be kind of neat. So yeah. I think we're all excited about that. Yes. Well, congratulations again. Thank you, Emily. I'm looking forward to writing some songs in there with you. Yes. (laughs) So, Anita, tell us a little bit more. um, Like in the hospital, I think you mentioned that you had a portable studio. Mm -hmm. Um, Could you uh, tell us about that? Yeah. Well, originally, the original idea Uh of Purple Songs, uh, well, it was was a permanent studio, but before we were able to have the permanent studio, because we didn't have a space right, yet, yeah. um, I made a portable studio that was actually much more cumbersome than what we have now. Oh. <laughs> um, but the technology has just gotten smaller and smaller and much easier yes. to, to have in a small little um, space, purple little, like a carry-on, it's like a carry-on bag, oh. really. <laughs> And um, so that's what we have now, and we're able to go inpatient and work with children bedside. Oh, that's great. Uh, in a very, it's very simple and easy and comfortable and convenient. Yes. Uh, my original portable was actually kind of like a, like a computer desk, kind of a small desk <laughs> yes. on rollers. Yes. So it was just a little more difficult to take in a, into a room. <laughs> but um, this has been great, and we'll continue to do that. I mean, my goal... Uh, for the cancer center is to to serve as many children as we can. Yes, and and we haven't ever gotten to the point where the studio is operating like all day every day. Mm. So uh, when I started, it was one day a week, mm. and then gradually we added days, right. uh, but usually mornings. Uh, and mornings are usually the busiest time in the cancer center, so it's the perfect time to be here. But I would like to see the studio used all day <laughs> and so that would mean more more staff yeah uh so so that's one of my goals well you know? i agree i agree yeah. that'd be great yeah that'd be, be really great. great and this this year i have a a new assistant who's been helping me uh-huh and um and that's been really great too so well i know about aaron and uh trisha aaron and so. trisha and there's an uh Aishin is a wonderful person she's been helping me just actually find children that want to write okay and that's been very helpful um you know we've learned a lot uh, about what is the most was the best way to do this yeah you know? because not every child wants to write a song mm. um and not every child has time 
Right. They might get taken away for a period of time. So we're learning more and more about what's the best way to do this so that it's a positive experience yes. for all the children. I remember Aaron walking around with his guitar asking <laughs> children. and Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we're looking forward to lots, lots more Purple Songs. Yes. Well, congratulations. Thank you, Emily. Mm. Well, Anita, I just want to thank you again for coming on the show today, and uh, good to see you. Great to see you, Emily. Thank you. Thank you. We will end this last segment with a song by Zachary. It's the Purple Songs Can Fly theme song, and he was 15.
Thanks for listening to Purple Songs Can Fly. We'll see you again next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. And remember, for more information about the Purple Songs Can Fly project, visit www.purplesongscanfly.org. We'll be back with more music next week. Purple Songs Can Fly.